Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And what an interesting day it has been. Thanks to some strange UFO footage captured by my friend Steve Barone. Before I tell you about this footage and some of the weird things that have transpired today, just let me remind you here that Steve Barone, of course, he lives here in Las Vegas, and he lives on the edge of what they call the the Red Rock Canyon area. So he has this deck with a sweeping view of the entire Las Vegas Valley. And uh, he, for years, has gone out on his deck at night with multiple types of cameras and recorded some of these really weird lights and UFOs that are flying around over Las Vegas in the general area. And let me tell you, if you have a good vantage point, it's not hard to see and videotape a UFO around this area. I mean, you know, for, for obvious reasons, this is where we have the research and Area 51 and the back engineering of exotic materials is happening here. And this is the state that the federal government owns more of than any other state. Something like 86% of this state is owned by the government. So who knows what all's happening out here in this desert Nevada. And um, of course, Steve, uh, I, you know, I've been to his house multiple times. I have been with him investigating on his deck. We have seen and documented UFOs together. You may recall that last year I shot part of a sizzle reel, which is like a little pilot for a possible TV show at his house. And we had Murray the Magician come over. And Murray is one of the best magicians in the world. He has a show on the Vegas Strip. And Murray was out there trying to fool Steve, and uh, he he couldn't do it. And even you know using whatever tricks and illusions, Steve has a, a, enough of a, a refined eye that he can tell the difference between ordinary things and extraordinary things better than anybody else I know. So if you've got a good vantage point and you have enough experience to be able to rule out you know, what drones and helicopters and planes and fireworks and all these things kind of look like around this bright city, then um, you will see some pretty strange stuff flying around here. And in fact, I am going to have Steve on this program soon. I'm going to be interviewing him for the first time on this podcast uh, so that you can learn more about who he is because he is a very rational down-to-earth guy he takes a hell of a lot of criticism for one reason uh for, for, for one thing i don't i don't know the the reason exactly but when when you put out uh, ufo footage frequently um people just like to come in and sort of like tear it down and i i think it's great for us to be uh critical and and skeptical and to not jump to conclusions but there are people who do jump to the conclusion well this just looks too good to be true you know this is going to be some bs but i'm telling you it's not it's not the the stuff he's getting is legitimate so here is what happened today so steve barone he has of course this youtube channel called ufos over vegas and he has a bunch of stuff on there and uh, I mean, for something like three or four years, he was outside almost every night, you know, recording stuff for hours. So I haven't even seen all of his stuff. And so he 
uh, also has a Facebook group, and he republished something that he had originally captured years ago, October the 27th of 2015. So he published this clip that he shot from his deck, pointing his camera over toward Nellis Air Force Base, which is on the north end of Las Vegas. And what you see in this footage is, at first, it looks like these two lights that are sort of zooming toward the base. And it kind of does this weird sort of sweeping bank or whatever. And then when it comes into better view, you're able to see that it's actually three lights. And these three lights uh, appear to be connected by beams or bars, but hollow in the middle, at very least transparent in the middle. These lights look white, but they might have a slight greenish tint. It's hard to tell. But as they're flying and they're coming in to land, um, it, it, it definitely appears that there is there's a little distortion of, of background objects going on there. But here's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a rack. When you're playing pool, you know, you have this triangular rack that you put the balls in. Imagine a craft that looks like that, that has a light at each of the corners, but a hollow or empty center, all right? But certainly not an airplane, uh, nothing that has a conventional airplane design. Uh, airplanes are required to at least have a red light blinking and some strobes, especially when they're coming into land. So you see this thing, again, October 27th of 2015, zooming around and then it lands at Nellis Air Force Base. So it's it's really weird looking, obviously. And I posted this a link to this footage today on my Twitter account, which is at Joshua P. Warren. And again, even if you don't have anything to do with Twitter, you don't have to sign up or anything. Just just type in Joshua P. Warren and Twitter and search for it. And my Twitter page comes up and you can see everything on it. You don't have to participate. You can just see this. And I also posted it on Facebook and said, you know, WTF, like, what the fuck is this? And immediately controversy started uh one guy said well this has got to be a plane and i, I said what you can you, he says you can see it at, at, at one point and i said well uh, do you have a screen capture of what you're talking about and he says well i'm at the library and i can't do so he told me the time he was talking about so i went back we put it through the software here at my production company and slowed it down and i'm telling you you can see it, it looks like exactly what Steve is describing. It looks like three lights that are attached to some type of a triangular frame. Now, that is not to say that is that it is actually hollow in the middle or empty in the middle. Because the rumor ha for years has been that one of the biggest secrets that the U.S. government keeps is that they have some kind of invisibility cloaking technology 
And that really should not be difficult for you to believe. Because even going back into, you know, World War II, uh, they were at that time literally working with magicians in order to try to camouflage things properly. And, you know, so I, don't, I don't know how true the Philadelphia experiment story is, but, you know, they, they claimed that that was the primary objective of the Philadelphia experiment and some uh, connected projects was to try to create some way of warping or distorting light so things would be uh, invisible in the visible spectrum so in other words like it's one thing to be invisible to radar or whatever like stealth technology it's another thing to be invisible to the naked human eye and i mean this type of technology has been demonstrated i mean the simplest thing you can do is basically have a craft that has a bunch of cameras on the top and a bunch of screens on the bottom uh, and all it's doing is projecting what's above the craft onto the bottom of the craft. So when you look up, most of what you see is the sky above the craft. The edges are the tricky part, you know. The edges, that's, if there's a giveaway, if there's a tell, it's the still that kind of little weird distortion if you're, if you're really paying attention that weird distortion around the edges where you can see that uh the camouflaging or the cloaking is sort of of ending at that at that edge of the craft and you know i must say that you've heard me talk about this over and over before that over 10 years ago uh one of the most impressive ufos that i ever saw was in Laughlin, Nevada, and I was out there with a few other guys, Dean Worsing being one of them. He was providing third-gen night vision, and only through the night vision were we able to see this huge V-shaped looking object that was flying over, and I've always described it as a V-shape as opposed to a triangle, and that's because of this quality I'm mentioning. It didn't seem to be like a solid triangle. Uh, all I could see was this V-shape, but maybe that was just, you know, maybe those were the edges of the front, and maybe it looked like there was nothing in the middle because, again, there's some kind of camouflaging or cloaking technology that's being used here. So, and, and, and so listen, I'm not saying that I think this is, is alien technology necessarily. It might be. Or it might just be some super advanced stuff. And look, I'm not here to try to spill any secrets, but, you know, I'm just telling you, if, if a guy can go out on his deck and videotape this, th then, you know, that's certainly within my right to talk about it and to wonder what it is. I mean, granted, this thing, whatever it was that Steve got, it was landing at Nellis Air Force Base. And it would make sense that if there's some type of a big sort of like triangular shaped craft and art bell even said he saw one of those here uh out toward Pahrump. Uh if there's some kind of a big triangular or v-shaped looking craft that's flying around here that's an invisible most of the time it would make sense for it to be most visible when it's about to land because that's when you'd think it would have to turn some kind of lights on just in order to to safely land and you know what's funny is that last year I was um, I was meeting with Sean Kevin Jason, 
And he is the guy who had a close encounter with one of these weird triangular craft uh, in 1996, I think, which just so happened to be at the same spot in the desert where I discovered the time warp or the time anomaly. And he was telling me about this craft, and there's very little on the internet. And, and you know, it's kind of funny when you, the, in this day and age, you think you look up something on the internet and you just can have page after page after page. There's very little on the internet. But he was telling me about this craft, and I even posted a picture of this a while back. That's, uh, I, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's supposedly, uh, you know, it may be real. It's called the TR6 Telos. T-E-L-O-S. And that is an acronym. And you know how the government is with their acronyms. And so here is what that stands for. Transatmospheric Electrogravitic Low Observability Surveillance Platform. So in other words, this is some kind of... Uh, a V-shaped or triangular-shaped thing that sort of floats around um, at a relatively low altitude that is more or less invisible to the naked human eye and uh, would, would be especially invisible at night because all you're really seeing are some stars that are above the thing projected on most of its... its uh, its breadth or whatever and so again if you're lucky enough to catch a glimpse of one of these then you might just see the the leading edges um as it's sort of distorting the sky i mean look i, I don't know i don't know but see that's the thing it's like nobody's making some big wild claim here all we're doing is saying, look, there are people who are seeing this kind of stuff. And then you have a guy like Steve Barone who captures some video that seems to correspond with that. And, hey, do you want to know this or not? And yet you put some of this stuff out there and people say, oh, come on, this is a bunch of bullshit. Well, how dumb is that? There was literally a guy who posted on the Facebook uh, page when I, I, I said, what do you think of this? What is this? And the guy posted, oh, this is bullshit. I, I have uh, relatives who live near Nellis Air Force, Force Base, and they've never seen anything like that. Oh, my God. Can you believe that, that somebody would be dumb enough to post something like that? That's the whole point. You're not supposed to see it. Like you, Steve has got this great vantage point, and he's out there every night, and he's got night vision cameras and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> His relatives never saw the invisible aircraft. <laughs> so it's bullshit. <laughs> There's some kind of like trick of logic in there somewhere that I, I'm not going to try to figure out right now. It's been, it's been a pretty long day. But anyway, so listen to this. So Steve, he, he again, he captured this 2015. He reposted it this year. It just came to my attention today. So I posted it on Facebook. I've been slowing it down, analyzing it, and uh, and then I put it on Twitter, slowed it down, you know, analyze, all this kind of stuff, having this conversation with people, 
and um, so you know my schedule's really weird. So I was doing that until I don't know at some point this afternoon, and finally I was like, okay, it's nappy time for Joshua here. Okay, so I took a nap. Here's the kicker: when I woke up, I saw that a package that I had, uh, well, an ob- an item that I had ordered off of eBay had supposedly been delivered to my house here in Las Vegas. And so um, I checked outside the door and nothing there. And looked in the box, nothing there. And I said to Lauren, Lauren, have you seen a package? She says, no, I haven't seen a package. I was like, well, supposedly I got something delivered today, according to eBay, but we, we, we don't see it anywhere. So I checked the tracking. And here is what it says. Guess where, guess where, folks, this item was delivered. I, I posted a screenshot of this also on my Twitter page there, uh, Joshua P. Warren Twitter. It says, delivered on Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. Package location, Nellis Air Force Base, Nevada. Delivery message, miss sent, miss sent. Um, Nellis Air Force Base is on the complete opposite side of Las Vegas from my house. I'm on the south side. Nellis is on the north side. And that has never, ever happened before. And I order a lot of stuff online with all of my wacky projects and experiments. Never. Now, you might say, oh, are you you being paranoid? What do you mean? I'm not making any claims. I'm just telling you what happened. All right, today I have been talking about Nellis Air Force Base and this UFO over Nellis Air Force Base, something I don't usually bring that name up, to be honest with you. I talk a lot about Area 51 and stuff, but I don't usually talk that much about Nellis Air Force Base. I get into this big discussion about Nellis Air Force Base, and lo and behold, a package that I ordered, instead of being delivered to me today, goes to Nellis Air Force Base. And it was nothing that weird. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but it's nothing that weird. So it's going to be interesting uh, if and when that package eventually makes it to me uh, to see <laughs> to see if it's, you know, how it's been treated. Let's put it that way. <sighs> Coincidence? You, I mean, you tell me. All I'm doing is laying out the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. So, if you haven't seen this footage, go and look at it. And, again, nobody's claiming this is some kind of alien technology. Maybe this is just some really advanced human technology. And uh, either way, it's a really cool opportunity for you to get a, a glimpse of the future, perhaps. Because it's a real... Whatever it is, it's a real thing, and it's flying into a real Air Force base, one of the most sophisticated Air Force bases on planet Earth, and um, 
So it's interesting. It's interesting. Let's put it that way. So thanks to Steve Barone for being out there capturing this kind of stuff. And uh, like I say, in the future, uh, very near future, I'm going to have Steve on this program. As a matter of fact, Steve and his wife Sue are going to be there this Friday night, November 22nd, when I personally present the Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO Show to open up the big shock fest here in Las Vegas. Usually, the host of the show and the presenter of the show is Nick Weird. Uh, and, you know, I obviously I created it, I produce it, I own it, but I travel a lot. I have a lot of projects going on. Nick is a local, and um, he's just he's the, the right man for the job, and so usually Nick presents it. But I'm going to personally present it this Friday night, 8 p.m., at the Shock Fest, which is taking place at the Artisan Hotel, and uh, yeah, Steve is going to be there. Darren Evans is going to be there. You know, Mr. Zozo. You've seen him on a lot of programs talking about Ouija boards, demons, cursed dolls. Um, I mean, we ha- we have quite a lineup of people. You know, Clive Barker is going to be a part of this event. So if you want to uh, go to the Shock Fest, it's not too late. General admission, which will get you into the Creepy Vegas show, is only $20 per person. And I can give you a discount code that will save you 20%. So that's, what, like 16 bucks or whatever? If you just go to shockfilmfest.com, shockfilmfest.com, and, and uh, you can buy your general admission ticket, and it, it'll ask you for a promo code, put in Creepy Vegas, all is one word. It doesn't matter if it's in caps or lowercase but it's just all one word, Creepy Vegas. That'll give you your discount. Shockfilmfest.com. You can come hang out with me. John Zaffis is going to be there this weekend. I mean, it's it, it's really going to be um, one of those like once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So if you can make it to Vegas this weekend, this is the time to do it. Uh, my show starts 8 p.m. sharp. It only lasts 60 minutes, 8 to 9, this Friday night, shockfilmfest.com. But uh, regardless, you know, if, if you can't make it this weekend, well, look us up some other time in Vegas. Creepyvegas.com is how you get tickets to the show. Creepyvegas.com. And I know the weather's wishy-washy out there all over the country, but there are still plenty of people on the East Coast who are taking the Haunted Asheville Ghost Tour, hauntedashville.com, hauntedashville.com. And uh, thank you to all of you who have purchased the new Parasymatics Sigil Pendant Set. Those things are already in the mail, and you will have them, who knows, depending on what country you're in. And by the way, I should mention, Mobius sent me a list, because he's my shipper. He sent me a list of the countries that people are buying these from. And I don't have it in front of me, but my God, all over the UK, of course, uh, China, Singapore, uh, Africa, Australia, uh, Canada. I mean, people all over the world jumped in to buy the Parasymatics Sigil Pendant Set. I can see why. And uh, so I don't know what the current sales figures are. I only had 89 of these. If there are any left, 
go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to the curiosity shop to see it'll tell you either in stock or out of stock uh, there's no period after the p at joshuapwarren.com and while you're there click a link to this podcast it's uh in the little red box there on the home page and this podcast is called joshua p warren daily always short always free independent uncensored you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on twitter at joshua p warren at joshua p warren and i will usually tweet when a new one is available so that is it for today thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon